All right, everyone, welcome back to Best Foot Forward. This is episode eight. Same squad role tonight. We've got Mike and Allison here um, with us. Brian is still gone, unfortunately. We lament um, the fact that, that he's coming back only for a short period of time. So we're going to try our best to get some episodes in recorded uh, with him, uh, get them up for you guys, and then uh, we'll be probably flying us three, maybe a guest host every once in a while, um, and we'll go from there. Yeah. Um, for you guys that uh, stay updated on Brian, Brian, uh, right now, I think he, he might be on his cruise right now or something. He's not in Barcelona anymore, but he's somewhere in Europe. I think he's on that cruise in uh, whatever that sea is up there. And um, so he, I believe he's coming out. He's flying back uh, Sunday, the 29th. So I believe this will get uploaded on Saturday. So if you're listening, you should come back tomorrow. Yeah, this should be Saturday. Yeah, come on back. Well, no, not Sunday. I don't know. Every t- well, okay. We well, if you haven't noticed by now, what we're trying to do is get um, an, a, an episode up every two days. Um, so this episode, like like Mike said, should come up on Saturday, the twenty eighth, um, and then another one on the thirtieth, which would be the Monday, uh, and that one should feed. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah. We don't know yet. But anyway, so uh, we'll let Brian should be coming back. It'll be good. But then he's only home for like two days or three days, and then he's taking his sister. They're going down to uh, Kentucky, helping her move in. Brian will tell you all about that when he gets back. Yeah, that's definitely going to be a point of discussion for sure. But yeah, we know we, we have gotten feedback from some of our listeners that they miss Brian. He brings a different edge to the uh, <laughs> podcast that we don't have from our other guests. A different, a good amount of volume too, volume. which is important because I've also heard uh, requests to to be a little louder. So if you did, okay. if you go back and listen to our first episode or. Even the third episode when we were, we're we're in our new studio right now. Right. Yeah. Um, so studio two. Studio two. Studio uh, Bravo is what we call it yep. in the industry. Yeah. Um, th- this one is a uh, we changed up the the acoustics a little bit. We turned we up the volume. A um, different sound quality. Yeah. In the room. Right. Yeah. It's it's a little more echoey. We have heard, and we apologize for that. Um, if you'd like to pay us. And sponsor us, then we can upgrade our studio. Yep. Um, Maybe buy some acoustic foam. Uh, yeah, like they have in those elementary school music rooms. Yeah. We can do some of that. Like we'll the fancy s- walls where they have like the. Yep. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, the yeah, acoustics. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure Dad would love us to let us put that up in the garage. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, he wouldn't mind, right? I think we'll just buy a home in a studio room. We can we could buy a property if anyone has three hundred thousand dollars to give us. Wow. What type of property are we buy? Well, we have to. It's like a house. Okay. There's an empty lot over there. We can just build a we house. We could build. Okay, build we could. We could build a fort. Can we build a fort? We mm-hmm. have built a fort. Well, I'm talking like a, a real, recording like a, quality fort. With, with a bugs roof. On, with a roof. Okay, and air acoustic qualities. Uh, potentially, hopefully, air conditioning. I don't think that's a fort. Fans. That's it's, can You can fans. call whatever you want a fort. Fan. Well, fans isn't air conditioning. It's just moving air. It, it is, but it's I like it. It's a breeze. It. Yeah. It's a breeze, but it's not air conditioning. Whatever. I'd agree. Um, anyway, so uh, today was a uh, it was an interesting day. I've got a cool story, but first, I think uh, the coolest story has to go to uh, Daniel, who was at uh, this day's Cubs game. You want to give just a quick recap? You don't have to go full in. Yeah, absolutely. So, really, I, I've been lucky um, when I go to Cubs games this season. I, I've been to quite a few, which is one of my goals this summer was to get to many because I know. Um, as a as a future poor college student, I will not be able to go to many um, in the next four ish years. So I'm actively working right now. So I was able to buy tickets um, today. They played the Arizona Diamondbacks, um, and they were down, I think, six to one after a grand slam. And a couple, you saw in the a lot fifth of, inning. In the fifth inning, yeah, 
a lot of people were leaving, um, which which I myself I hate that. But I mean, to is each that his something own. that grinds your gears? <laughs> it sure is, and we'll talk about that um, in our segment a little bit later. Um, but they're down six to one in the fifth. You said I don't yep. remember exactly when it was. Yeah, it was the fifth. Um, but they ended up uh, in in the bottom of the ninth inning. Um, and I, you know, before I say that, we had we went with uh, a couple of my friends. I went with a couple of my friends. Ross was there, our, our former co-host, our, our one of our best co-hosts. Dare I say one of our our listeners' favorite guest hosts? I would say so. I've gotten some comments about Ross. People yeah. liked Ross, and Ross we value on here for sure. Definitely. Um, so Ross was there, uh, and then one, a couple other people came with us, and one of them was like, in the eighth inning, like, well, are, are we staying the are we staying till the very end? And as a Cubs fan. Um, with who was with three other White Sox fans, I was like, yeah, absolutely. And I also, I drove the car, so it was kind of my decision there anyway. Pilot um, in command, as I always say. Absolutely. So yes, we stayed until the end. So bottom of the ninth, um, Ben Zobris, the second baseman, he came into pinch hit. My favorite player in Chicago Cubs. For good reason. Very disciplined hitter, very skilled hitter. A professional hitter, as one may say. Yeah, very clutch. Yes. Um Actually, he drove in the go-ahead run in the World Series, uh, Game 7. Yes? He did. He yeah. did. And then he scored, I believe. No, he well. did not. He didn't score? He Montero didn't score? No. Montero oh, no. Scored. It was only... Okay. Yeah, okay. he had to double them left you in line. Yep. So, yeah. Um, Zobris came in. He took a he took a walk on a, on a tough pitch. <laughs> um, he, he took a walk on a, on a borderline pitch. I didn't see it. On full count? Yeah, the pitch was about maybe an inch below his knees. Um, I think the only reason he got the call is because he was wearing those stirrups. And it's that is easier for, as an umpire could say, that is easier to call balls and strikes when they wear, when you wear the high socks. So we can tell where the line is. There's a line. Exactly. Yeah. So for all you young baseball players out there, uh, if you want to get more accurate calls, then uh, definitely wear, wear the high socks because it usually tends to go your way more than not. Well, so you could wear socks up to your thighs and then... Hunter Pence, yeah. Hunter Pence. Well, then does it change the strike zone or... <laughs> No, no. Okay, so it doesn't. So uh, Zobris is on base. Um, a rookie, David Bodie, he was the actual second baseman for the day. Um, he's, he's a pretty good hitter. He's, he hasn't had a lot of opportunities at the plate. But um, he hit a, a home run into the left field bleachers. So that was the tying game. On an 0-2 count. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Well, everyone was kind of – I was kind of done with the at-bat. I think most people were. Most people, obviously, bottom of the ninth, down two, you're – you're kind of writing the game off, at least. I mean, that's just how And you it just is. got fooled by a high fastball, too. Yes, yes. So he he ties the game. Um, I obviously didn't expect it. If you can hear me now, my voice might sound a little bit different. I'm a little gruff today because I was yelling a lot. Um, and that's that's due to sand volleyball, and it's due to the Cubs game. Um, next at bat, first baseman Anthony Rizzo. He Was it the first pitch? Uh, yeah, first pitch, yep, change up. First pitch, uh, low change up. He crushes it. Way back into the right field bleachers, and that is the game. A walk-off home run. I've never seen one before in person. Um, have either of you guys? No, I don't think so. Yeah, Not it's, that I can remember. It's rare to see. I mean, I'm, I'm lucky to have seen it. It's just it was a crazy thing. But, yeah, very, very cool. Um, that's, that's, I mean, that was my day. That was definitely the highlight of my day. Very fun. That's awesome. A lot of yelling. Um, the... the Two of the Sox fans that were with me, Natalie and Emma, they had never been to Wrigley Field before. So Ross had prefaced going into the game, um, hey, it's loud there. The fans really cheer for pretty much everything. And I think in the fourth or fifth inning, um, I think it was, might have been Baez or Contreras that lined, they lined out to center. 
I mean, the ball was hit well, but it wasn't going to be a hit. And you you would have thought that they hit a grand slam. Yeah, it was crazy in the in the build. So that was, I mean, that was. Uh, that's really that that's Chicago sports for you is what that is. It is, yeah. That's maybe I, not White Sox right now, but um, that's not a dig at the White Sox either. It's no, just, I'm just a little fan attendance, but that's that's how it is. Even at Bears games, yep. Chicago's just a loyal fan base. The Bears suck. Yeah. Okay, but they they always we still somehow get turnouts and they they cheer, they cheer crazy there and then uh, especially Madhouse on Madison when the Hawks play. Oh yeah. People people will say like I mean obviously this is a little biased but totally not biased is um people say that when you come to play Chicago it's really cool because it's a city that really gets behind the sports teams. Well, I think it's really cool that we even grew up in a cool city like that because we don't know any different. Like we. We kind of expect it because we don't know. We've never like grown up in a city that only has like a basketball team. Or like we have all four major sports, and you can go to a game, you know, whenever you want and feel the same type of energy. So I think it's kind of cool, just that we got to grow up around all that. A lot of people don't get to. Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, it's really a good point because if you're, I'm thinking, you know, if you're in New York, um, if I mean Washington D.C., they've got all the. Uh, I'm trying to think of other cities that might have. I mean, Los Angeles. Yeah, maybe California. California's got a lot. Yeah, they've got a lot of sports teams. But if you're in a, a you know, a place like, I don't know, Houston. Well, I don't know. But there's there's places. There's definitely places. Indianapolis. Milwaukee's another one. Like you have one team to cheer for. We've got. Well, they got. Of, they have a basketball team. Oh, they have the Bucks. The Bucks. Okay. Yeah. No, you're right. But, but it's, I mean, it's a different vibe. Yeah, right. Chicago's a big city. Without a doubt, Chicago is the most passionate fans. It's not even close. Exactly, yeah. So you have you have fans at Wrigley. And the White Sox fans were just like this in... Uh, in, in, in their prime time in, in Comiskey. Yeah. Absolutely, with, with, with all those players. It will even, like, more, more recently, too, when it was U.S. Cellular, when they had uh, coming up in that World Series win. And the, oh, yeah. the, the years after, a lot of fans at their ballpark. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they're... We've got a lot of passionate people in Chicago. Definitely louder at Wrigley Field, and it was unexpected for for Emma and Natalie that came with us. Yeah. Um, speaking of Chicago sports, I did get the chance to uh, go down to Bourbonnais. Went to uh, Olivet Nazarene University, where Ben Zobris went, um, to go watch the uh, Bears training camp. Um, went with uh, three of my friends that uh, played football with. So it was cool. We went down there, got to see some people, and uh, one of the coolest stories is. Uh, there's, there's this guy, the most underrated wide receiver in the league, Tanner Gentry. He, uh, he's a small guy, small quick guy. He's got good hands and uh, played football at uh, Wyoming University. And um, he, he's, he's on the practice squad last year for the Bears. He got called up for a few games, played all right. But uh, me and um, one friend, Joe, we, we've just been, we, we're huge fans of him. So we were yelling, we were like, when he was coming through, we're like, Tanner, Tanner, Tanner. And he kind of smiled and came over. We took a picture with him, and he signed autographs and stuff. And I just posted the picture to Twitter, not really expecting anything. I tagged him, and it was like, oh, we got to meet our favorite Bears wide receiver, Tanner Gentry. Anyway, we're out to lunch later that day, later today, and he quoted our tweet, and he said, great meeting you guys. That, like, I've never had that, like a, a, a celebrity, a, a professional player, someone verified on Twitter, who, like, <laughs> quoted like me and like was talking about us so that was super cool um he's an awesome guy tanner gentry if you ever get to go out and see him number 19 for the chicago bears we'd love to have him on the show yeah you're more tanner, tanner. So he might he might Tweet he honestly out. he could he so 
We'll have our staff look into this for yeah. sure. And uh, if our you want to see that picture, uh, it, it is up on our uh, Best Foot Forward Twitter page. And uh, Daniel, what's that Twitter handle? <laughs> it's the best Twitter handle, the most uh, the, following the best continuity that we have. It's at best underscore foot underscore the number four word W-A-R-D. Yep. So go ahead there. You can check out that picture along with uh, all our other updates. So make sure you follow that and uh, be sure to DM us with uh, you know any comments or suggestions or maybe your thoughts on our uh, very uh, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Very uh, uh, the issues we talk about. Yeah, we talk about a lot of big issues. Yeah. So if you have a lot a, of controversial, controversial, yeah. yeah. So if you uh, if you have any opinions on that, be sure to let us know. And if if there's some good ones or they bring up some good points. We'll read them out loud on the show. Absolutely. That's what it's for, right? I mean, it's to connect. It's for the people. It's for the people. We, we are can for, do the a, people. for the people get, by the um, people. You know, enough followers. We can um, have a Q&A podcast. We can. People ask us questions. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's we a good idea. Them. Good idea. We're, we're going to try to set that up before we leave for college. Yeah. Well, we so have So ask to. us your questions. DM us. Please. On Twitter. You don't even have to DM. You can just tweet it. That's true. That's just true. get it to us somehow. Tweet at us. It's not hard. Exactly. Or if you're listening, you actually probably have our phone number. So... Even that's yeah. Okay. If you're listening and you don't have our phone numbers, or that's, don't, that's amazing. First of all, thank you very much. I don't know how you found the show, but we we definitely value that. We do for Appreciate sure. It definitely. Yeah. Um. So one thing that uh, Daniel mentioned earlier was that we were playing sand volleyball. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. this summer we have played sand volleyball countless amounts of times, and we really hadn't before this summer. No, not at all. But it is like just being recently discovered like the new best sport to play with your group of friends yes because when you step onto that sand it instantly levels everybody's playing abilities <laughs> everybody's equally terrible yes well even the people that have played volleyball before yeah. no one's like no one shows off and even like i don't know no one's exceptionally good exactly like, that's what's I don't know, so cool some people about might get offended by that if they're listening the, to this. <laughs> I think this is kind of a consensus. I mean, I don't think you're going to see people getting mad about it. Exactly. And, I mean, the, here's some tips for playing sand volleyball with your friend. First of all, go out and do it. Um, second yes. of all, you, you, there's, there's no rules. The, the lifts and, like, the certain hits that you can't do, uh-huh. you know, just just let it go. It's all for fun. So um, if you need a copy of our rule book sent to you, um, those are available for $19.99. One of the rules, I'll give you a preview. Um, if you do miss your first serve after you've rotated, you do get a mulligan. You do get to go ahead and serve again because we understand here at Best Foot Forward Productions, um, it's difficult to make your first serve in. It is, you know, and there's nothing wrong with, you know, getting a second try at things. Right. That's, I mean, you don't get it at everything in life, but you're trying to have fun here. And at Best Foot Forward Productions, we want to give you that second chance. We do. I mean, we really... Whether it be at getting your second serve over in sand volleyball or whether it be getting your... I don't know, second drive to get through the day when you're listening to our podcast, whatever it might be, we're here to give you that second chance, that extra motivation. It's what we do. It is really what we do. But yeah, so thank us later. If you get the chance, go out and play some sand volleyball with your friends. I know I'm excited because at University of Tampa, there's sand volleyball courts everywhere. Oh yeah, that's Florida's. I think that's the Florida's like state flower. Yeah, sand volleyball volleyball courts. I did read that actually. (laughs) Yeah, sure. That's you got to watch out for the alligators though. Yes. I've been hearing a lot of stories about that. Well, they're good. They've got the setter that's really good. That's the big thing about the alligators. Oh, they do? I didn't know that. Yeah, Yeah, you you really got to attack that back row. Um, But no, yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, So if you're you're looking for me, you know, if we got any listeners in Florida and you're trying to contact me or whatever, if you can't find me in my dorm room, 
I am probably on a sand volleyball court. Right. Yeah. Or, well, yeah. Sleeping somewhere else is also a possibility. Or eating. Eating. Someone. The dining hall. Yeah. The dining Try Dairy Queen, perhaps. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Chick- yes, oh, that's right. You good places. You do guys have- I do have a Chick Fil A campus. I am excited about that. Well, yeah. Why wouldn't you be? Yeah. Is there any, what, what's special on your guys' campus that you're excited about? I know I got my sand volleyball court in Chick Fil A. Well, I've got um, well, my meal plan's unique. I've talked about that before on the show. So I've got a hundred different restaurants to go to. Um, I can grocery shop if I so choose. Um, I think the big thing though is that I'm right next to the the Potomac River. So if I want to go kayaking, I don't kayak a lot, but I really do enjoy it when I go. So. I've go. got that going for me when I when I so choose. You've also got a bunch of history on and around your campus. Yeah, that's. I mean, that goes without saying. Though. That's awesome. So yeah, I mean, as, you know, as a as a history nut. Yeah, right. That's. I, I mean, yeah, we could have our own history podcast. We're not going to, but I mean, that's we, we're qualified. Yeah. So by watching countless hours of History Channel, and we, um, we're, we've got uh, we're seventy percent of the way through Band of Brothers, or sixty percent, or something. Seventy. Like that. We're seventy percent of the way. Okay, so we've got three left. Yep. Okay. Yeah. What What about you, Elson? What's What's something on Boulder's campus or right around it that you're really excited about? Maybe not something that made you choose the school, but you know something that when you're there, you're like, "Yep." <laughs> well, I plus. definitely chose the school because of the mountains. I mean, I applied to that school specifically because it's in Colorado and it's around all the things outdoors. It's literally a five minute walk from the mountains. There's a There's also a ski bus that takes you. To all the major ski resorts um, every oh. weekend, you pay like a $25 flat rate at the beginning of the season, and then you take it the whole year. Like it goes to like the major ones, like Vail, Breckenridge, Aspen, all how, of those. How long is the ski season? Is it like is it like baseball season long, hockey? Like how long is this season? Um, I think it starts um, late October, November, whenever they start getting snow up so there. So that's kind of their preseason. And and it goes go all the way to like spring break. The week after that's usually the closing season. So okay. it's pretty long. That is pretty. pretty you got season. plenty of time. Because even if there's snow good. not on the ground, there's always snow up in the mountains. Or they make snow. That's true. Yeah, so pretty much summer's the only off-season. Have you, are you, you've skied before in Colorado? I have, Because I've yes. both yes. been to. Yes, oh, it's beautiful. Okay. Yeah, Colorado's amazing. I've never it's been. the best skiing. Oh, That's I, somewhere, I've got, you know, I've got, we've got people all over the place. You're in Tampa, you're in Colorado, Neha's in, you know, Boston, Wilson, Brian's Minnesota. In Texas. We have people all over the place. I don't know anybody in the northeast, or in the northwest. Northwest. Um, Keep talking. Know, let me think. Like think of like Oregon, Washington, anything up there. Montana would. I would love to go to school in Montana or Wyoming. Oh, yeah, Montana! Like beautiful. those would have been my first choice. University of Wyoming. You could uh, go with uh, your yeah. buddy there. Yeah. They didn't have. Oh yes, Navy we could go. Arms Tanner Gentry. Now. Yeah, he's got the younger brother Gunner Gentry. He's playing wide receiver there. Oh okay, Allison, you might know him if you decide to transfer. <laughs> yeah. I would love to. I would love to go to school out there. Yeah. They don't have Navy ROTC. Yeah. Though. Um, I'm just that was going, the only problem. Yeah. I'm going your hot take. Montana, most underrated state in the union. I love Montana. It is so and beautiful, Wyoming. and if you, I mean, you got to look into it. Like you don't, you wouldn't think about it. But if you look into it, I mean, I've only been for a little bit. And we were, in, we went to a little tiny part of it. when We were in Yellowstone, but I would love to go through all of it. But the pictures and everything, oh yeah, it's yep. so beautiful. So, Montana and Wyoming are like Colorado, but less populated. Like Colorado's becoming like everyone's moving out there right now, so it's becoming a lot crazier. A lot more towns and stuff. Montana and Wyoming are a lot more like ranches and farms, yep. but that's how I like it. There's still cities and everything, but it's a lot less populated, but it's still got the same mountains, same scenery and everything. So. Well, you guys know I'm retiring to Montana. Are you now? Yeah, you didn't. I didn't tell you this. I may have. This is my ranch in Montana. Where I'm gonna have my oh, menu. I'm gonna yeah, have a bunch of dogs. Ford. Is that where he is? At? I think he's in Wyoming. He's in Wyoming or Colorado? Jackson Hole, I think. Oh, he's he is in Jackson, Jackson Hole. Hole. Yep. Okay. But he's got and a big ranch. And, and he flies his plane and crashes it a lot. 
Yeah. Oh, really? He's living the life out there. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, I'll definitely have my ranch in Montana with my many dogs, um, with my family out there. Uh, or maybe not. Well, we'll see what happens. We, we, we will. It's going to be interesting. That would um, be cool. But that's... Might have a lot of property, depending on how much money I have. Um, I also want... I'd like one uh, downtown Chicago and Lake Point Tower. Like a home there. Like a home in the Upper Peninsula. Ooh, that would be very cool. I'd, like a log cabin home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want a log cabin in Montana I, or Wyoming. No, Wyoming. see, it's got to be a ranch. It's, that's, I'm having a nice ranch. It'll have a basement. Oh, um, okay. But I'll spend a lot of my time upstairs. It'll have a nice porch. I can go sit out. Um, I might, I'm probably going to be drinking coffee by that point. So I'll yeah. drink my coffee on the porch. Definitely got to have some ATVs if you're having a ranch. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll have ATVs at pretty much every place. It's just okay. kind of... Yeah, I can't have those. Yeah, I can't, well, no, I'll have my boat. Have I'll have my segue. sailboat. Yeah. Oh, I was telling segue. Ross this this morning. That you know that race to Mackinac Island that they do? Yeah. Every year? That just happened. Yeah, I'd like to do that. So that's I would like to do that. It's cool. Like even, we, I just like should, to go with. Should we make a best foot forward boat and race to Mackinac Island? We're we, making a boat? Well, someone can sponsor us. And right. Then we can, I'm not going to drive the boat. I'll drive. I, I don't know if I trust you to drive a sailboat because that's like, it's not just steering. And if, I will say the, the one time I did drive sailboat. It did not end well. <laughs> did not end well. Um, okay. Me, uh, my friend Dominic. Who you guys might meet later this weekend? We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But um, we were uh, we were at a YMCA camp in Michigan, and they got this lake, and there's you can take all these things. You take out kayaks, canoes, boats. It was a lot of fun. So we were doing that, and then uh, he he was like, "Hey, do you want to take out the sailboat?" I'm like, "I've never done that before. This before, have you?" And he's like, "Yeah, I have." It's like, okay. So he did the sails, and he actually wasn't bad at it. You know, he was catching some wind, and he put me on the rudder, and I was like, "All right, you just got to tell me what to do." And so he was telling me what to do, and we were, we were sailing a little bit, but then we had some poor uh, miscommunication where we, we were getting kind of close to the shore, and I guess when you're doing that, the guy in the back is supposed to pick the rudder up. Uh-oh. So I didn't, he, it was, I guess it's common sense, and he knew and he didn't think that he had to tell me, but I didn't know. So I kept the rudder down, and it got caught in like the seaweed, and we got stuck. So we got stuck for a while, and I'm like trying to pull it up. We didn't capsize somehow. <laughs> But yeah, we were stuck for a while. You had to get rescued. And then we had someone had to come out in like a kayak and like push us away from the <laughs> Yeah, so that that was my one experience on the sailboat. So it probably can only go up from there. I mean, I know well, well it could go down, could ca- you know, the boat could go down. Yes. Um, but hopefully my next experience on a sailboat will be better than that. Well, okay, Allison as a co-host here, this is best of three. I would not vote to have Mike be the pilot uh, or the the captain, captain of our um, of our boat. I think he could be the wingman. We you need can, an experienced captain. Yeah, so you can be experience. you can be his protege. We will hire someone. If anyone listening is a sailboat we've, we've operator, got, one of our listeners has to at least successfully commandeered a sailboat. I'll say it. DM us. Let us know. If that's you, let us know. I'm being 100 percent serious. We I would need like Sunfish to, to sponsor us. Sunfish. Sunfish. Sailboat company. Oh. oh. Speaking oh, of fit, goldfish just got recalled. Did any of you guys hear that? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I did see that. That's well, just uh, I don't know. I haven't looked in, into it right now a whole lot. Well, that's um, a problem. I've eaten a lot of goldfish. Like a, I, I'm not a huge fan of goldfish. Something about you and fish. fish. <laughs> they don't like Nemo. You don't like goldfish. If I'm gonna go for like a like oh a wow, I made snack. a salmonella scare. It's a cracker. I guess there's chickens or something in there. It goes, 
It's like a hot dog. You don't know what it's made out of. Uh, the powder using the seasoning might be contaminated with salmonella bacteria. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Man, that's... See, I'm more of a Cheez-It person for like... I do like snacks. my Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its are good. You can, When Brian gets on here, he can confirm. I think I eat most of the Cheez-Its that go in their pantry. Mr. Bombach like restocks for me. So yeah, those that's like, like diet coke. Those are like yeah. sour cream cheeses or something. Though. They've what got a, that's the cool thing about cheeses though. They've got all sorts of different flavors. They have a white cheddar one. Uh, I have tried that at the Best Buy. They sell those up there, and you can I can purchase them. They um, sell them good. at Best Buy. They do. They sell wow. like in the snack they got section. The, they the got front. some snacks. I up didn't front. know there was a snack section. Oh yeah, the snack sec. Well, that's my favorite section of the store. Oh. Yeah. So you buy a MacBook and a bag of goldfish. Or Jesus. Yeah, then you're happy with your technology and you're happy with with uh, with your life, right? Yeah. Well, not maybe not if you have salmonella. Well, okay. well, we're buying Cheez-Its, so it wouldn't matter. Okay, we sell goldfish up there. That's though. what I'm saying. Those are, those are probably getting. What pulled about off the, the multicolored ones? I, like I was those. just thinking about that. I like those. They're, I don't think they're as good are as the they original. I, yeah, they recalled all goldfish because it's the. It wasn't anything about like the dye it was what like they made. It said the the powder in which they made the cracker. Mm. Oh. Well, so I do they like the multicolored ones better. I, I agree. I agree. Speaking of multicolored fish, um, Swedish fish. What do you think about the multicolored Swedish fish? You like I, those better? I have Red never had those. Red ones are the best. Really? No. Um, they're very good. But I don't orange know. is also good, though. See, I don't know. I like. There's not. They don't taste exactly the same as the classic Swedish fish, but I like them because there's a little bit of that fruitiness taste to them. Yeah, I mean, it's. Not, have you had um, those Twizzlers that are different colors and then they got the stuff in the middle? No. Those are good. Yeah, I mean, those, I so kind of know what you're talking about, but no, I never had. They're them. very good. I'll pick up a bag and we can have, we can eat them. Maybe okay. when we go tomorrow, maybe we'll stop somewhere and I'll grab. Oh them. yeah, um, I guess we yeah. So tomorrow, uh, oh yeah, this is actually a good story. Yeah. Well, hang on, go before ahead. we keep talking about ourselves a lot, Allison, did you have any talk? I know you had a slightly interesting experience today, didn't you? Yeah, you had that bike ride. You got to tell us about that. I did. I was. You got so lost. I, what happened? No, so I was planning to go on a run today, but then um. Me and Michael got our shots at the doctor's office a couple days ago, and our arms are super sore. Like, I, it's hard for me to even sleep at night because I can't sleep on my right side. You just got to use ice, I'm telling you. So, Help me sleep. Anyway, it's very inconvenient. So I can't even go for a run because every time I can't, I can't like, move my arm back and forth. And, you know, it's kind of hard to run without moving your arms. So I decided to go for a bike ride. So I was going to go by myself. I'm just going to Waterfall Glen, but then I asked my mom if she wanted to come with because she's been wanting to do stuff with us. So... She has. Can confirm. Yes, she's been very adamant about... Would you guys just take her to a Cubs game? <laughs> like, please, that's all she wants to do. But I get, I hear it every time I'm here, and I'm here like You're every, here every day. day so that's what I'm saying. <laughs> if I hear it enough, you guys have to hear it all the time. You're I'm sorry, I just wanted to say that's that. That's true, that's true. Oh. So, I was like, Mom, do you want to come with? She's like, sure, I would love to. There you go. So, we... I decided, I was like, well, let's not go on Waterfall Glen Trail because I was going to go there by myself. But I was like, let's go somewhere different. So we went on Waterfall Glen for a little bit. We got off at, like, Lamont Road. I don't even know where we went, but we got to Centennial Trail, which is, like, kind of along the Desplaines River, kind of south of 83, if you guys know where that is. By the I&M Canal, too. For by the I&M right. Canal, the ship and wow, Sanitary that's Canal. Wow, you, you guys really that. went over there. Yeah, we, it was, yeah. I really like that trail. I know you said you didn't like it as much. Um, I liked it a lot, actually, though. I've done it before, and it's just, I don't know, it's a paved bike trail. You can't really see the river except at a couple different spots. It kind of smells bad because of the canals, but whatever. It happens. So, it, with the INO, yeah, INM canal is bad. Yeah. It's like when you drive past that sewage treatment plant. Yeah, same, yeah, same kind of thing. So we rode all the way down. I don't even know how far it was. We were gone for like three hours total, this whole bike ride. 
but we we rode all the way down to some to the beginning of the Centennial Trail in like Lockport, Romeoville, over there. And um, on the way, I saved two turtles' lives. Actually, I did see that on Snapchat. Thank um, you for thank you for your service. And they were in the service. middle of the bike lane. <laughs> thank you. They were in the middle of the bike lane, and my mom actually almost ran over one of them. Oh my gosh! Oh, she went right past it. So I stopped and I picked it up and it was like cute. Like I was playing with it. I wasn't even scared. The first one. You know how traumatized one of our listeners would be if. Oh my gosh. Wow. Hopefully he listened. He said he was going to, but I feel like (laughs) he would have heard from it. We'll check in with him. I will. Yeah. So if there's any other turtle aficionados out there that, you know, might feel like they are turtleicious, let us know. Peace and turtles. Peace and turtles. Anyway, so so you saved these turtles' lives. So I saved these turtles. So. The first one was on our way out, so I put it back. There's one side is like cinder blocks kind of thing, like roadblocks on one side of the path. The other path goes to the river. So he was on the other, he was by the block, so I put him by the river because I was like, he's probably where he needs to go. He was in the middle of the bike. Okay, lane. yeah. It's like, it's probably where he's going. So I put him over there, he kind of crawled away. And then when we, we turned back around to go start heading towards home, and I saw another one. And it wasn't the same one because it was like, wait, they're not that fast. Like it was so further away from the other. How big would you say they are for, for our listeners? How big? Um, they're maybe the size of like a like a baseball, but it obviously if you cut one oh, in so half, some, some, some... they're not circular. <laughs> Hope you're not cutting turtles in half. <laughs> if you cut a baseball in half, that's okay. like that. They were little mini, so, like baby turtles. Little, little baby turtles. Okay. Yeah, little baby turtles. The second one was a lot more scared. It kind of like went into its shell like you think a turtle would, oh. you know, like everything. All its, what is, I don't know, they don't have paws. Arms, yeah, their legs. arms. Their, their arms and Appendages. legs. Tentacles. And their no. head. <laughs> And they went up into the shell. So he was definitely kind of scared, but I was like, I got to save him. So I, I put him back on the other side, and it took him a while to crawl away. But yeah, so I saved two turtles. And, well, thank um, you. Thank, yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, I was actually thinking, in my, in my dorm room, I was reading through my housing assignment the other day, oh. and the only the only pets I'm allowed to have are small fish or turtles. Like, oh, you got to have a turtle. on the list. Oh, you, you have to have a turtle. turtle. I don't know. I might have to. Like, turtles that's so, are cool. That's so I like strange. turtles. Like just small fish and turtles. And I was like, who thought of turtles? Like I can't have a frog, but I can have a turtle. What if you want like a hamster? Oh, those stink. Turtles yeah. stink though. Like, I don't know. Not, but I, I mean, I like turtles. turtles but it's they specifically smell. in the agreement that you can have a turtle. That's huh. awesome. So good. I know. I was I was impacted today by the turtles I saw. So I might have to get one for my dorm room. That's do awesome. I, I have a bike question for you. Hmm. As a bike person, um, do, I, I'm not a bike person. You're the bike person. Yeah, you sure. Can bike probably yeah. more than both of I us. Can, do. I can be a bike person. Um, so I was my bike. I have I have one bike, um, as I feel like most people do. Um, what is the difference between a road bike and a trail bike? Well, a road bike has like skinny tires, like skinnier. It's not made as well for traction, like for picking up, like. I don't know, just to like keep you steady if you're right, riding on a trail. There's like it's usually like limestone or like gravel. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, it keeps you going straight forward. Um, a road bike is designed for paved roads for no, like, bumps or anything. Um, a trail bike has a thicker tire. It has, like, thicker treads, too, if you think of, like, a trail shoe versus a regular shoe. Um, a trail shoe has, like, oh, yeah, the treads are just, yep. they're a lot more, like, sturdy. Yeah. And ro- road bikes, like, if, you, if it's on a road, it's faster than a trail bike would be on a road. That's yeah, like there's the a reason they're designed okay. for a road. But you can, but having a trail bike on a road doesn't make really care. It no, but you right. can't ride a road bike on a trail that's not paved because you will pop your tires. It's unsafe. Yeah. yeah. So the tires, do they look different, like texture-wise? Yep. Uh, yep, it's they're a lot smoother. 
Not as much text. Road bikes are. Yeah, road yeah. bikes. Okay, they're, so they're I definitely super have a, skinny. They're super skinny. Okay, I definitely have a trail bike. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Trail that's bikes good. are a lot more versatile. Because that's that's something I want to do before. We, I do want to go on a, a, a few bikes. I mean, I like. Okay. I haven't ridden my bike. I told you this, and I, I just it's been hanging in the garage, and I almost forget it's there. Well, we'll definitely do that. Yeah, uh, one, today. Oh. I'm just gonna finish up my story. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So yeah, we we kind of um we just went back on the Centennial Trail. We and we didn't want to go back the same way we came, so we went back. Um, we took this, it's called like Veterans Memorial Trail. So we took that back, um, off of Centennial Trail. And then we turned on to Bluff Road all the way down by like 355. Um, and we didn't know where it went, but there's a Bluff Road by our house. I was like, it's got to connect eventually to that one. So we just kept going. We found some new forest preserve. We went by these really cool houses. I think they're in Lamont or unincorporated Lamont or something. They're just these really cool, like setback houses with a lot of land, but, um, kind of by Lamont Road. We took that way back, and it took us a while, but we eventually um, ran into Argonne, the gates to Argonne. So oh, we, so you we knew where you were. We knew where we were, but we couldn't go any further because, you know, we couldn't get in. It was a gate, like, gated off for Argonne. It was for the actual laboratory. Yeah. Oh. I mean, obviously, it's not right behind there, but that's, like, their problem. Right, right. So, at one point, we got to the first gate, and we just went around it because there was, like, a little trail down in the like, woods. So, we went around the first one and over some railroad uh-huh. tracks, and then... um. We ended up back in like Waterfall Glen Loop, like the Forest Preserve, by like the model airplane field. So we took a service road back from there, which was super bumpy, super hilly. By the time we we took Bluff Road all the way back to our house, past like the Argonne Daycare and everything. But um, it was a very long bike ride. We did not intend on being gone for three hours, but just the way it, we couldn't figure out a way back, and we didn't want to go the same way we came. We didn't want to go through the Forest Preserve because we do that all the time. So we were very sore. We barely made it home. But it was fun, and that was pretty much my whole day. I think I was gone from 1 o'clock to 4 o'clock, but, yeah. That's a good day. I think, you know, and this is cool. I like, days like these are what makes, like, summer really exciting. And this is what, yeah, it's it's what, get, like, just days that are just pure fun. No, exactly. I didn't really have any responsibilities today. I did a, I did a lot, but I, it was all fun stuff. It wasn't stuff that I had to do, something that I was putting off. It was all stuff that I chose to do that was fun things. Uh-huh. Impromptu, Impromptu, right? and it, those always, they make for the best stories. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Well, you've got, I know the first thing you told me was the, was the story about the... the Tanner Gentry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is, and then I was telling you, yeah, it was funny. In, the, in, the, in that inning, I was, I was telling Mike, we were talking at the same time, and he's like, Eddie Butler is so amazing. He was the pitcher at the time. So I always think it's kind of interesting how it's like TV is almost exactly live where you see it almost at the same time. But it's like I'm watching the same game as you are, and you're so much farther. I, that's such like a. Oh, technology is amazing. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna end the human race, but it's amazing. Terminator style. Yes, okay. we can get into that in another uh, episode for sure. Yeah, yeah, well, we're running low on time here. Yeah, so I think that that'll do it for episode eight. Yeah, um, we did not get to uh, grind what grinds our gears, but uh, episode nine we will def we, we won't start out with that but it'll be a big part don't worry yep. I know you guys actually, just gives you something to look forward to exactly you just gotta watch that, that and then uh, you're also gonna get, look forward to uh, what Daniel and I will be doing on our excursion this weekend absolutely that's exciting that is so again thank you guys very much for joining us uh, for our show Best Foot Forward um, this is episode 8 with Mike, Allison and Daniel we will have Brian back um, and perhaps a co-host sometime this weekend so look for our episodes every two days Follow us on Twitter at best underscore foot underscore the number four word, W-A-R-D. 
Um, but that's all we've got today. Yep. So, like I said, thank you guys for listening. And be sure to contact us. We'd love to hear back from you guys. Feedback is what keeps us going. Yes, please and, DM us. Yeah. Comments, questions, yeah. concerns. Like I said, feedback keeps us going, and hopefully we keep you going. And until next time, this is Best Foot Forward.